Welcome back to another episode of Broken Record Ministries. I'm Ronnie. Schmike, Schmike, Schmike is here. How you doing? Vintage Bob. I love it. What's up? Silent Ron. Hello. Coffee Mike. Hello, everybody. Coffee Mike? Yes, sir. Can you read the Bible verse for us? I will. I'll be reading from the ESV versions. Version. There's only one. Sorry. Or is there I more? know there's multiple versions. <laughs> just, this, just this one. It was the multiverse. Ro- oh, I got some. <laughs> from the book of Mike. Yeah, there you go. Romans 8, uh, verse 11. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Jesus Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So, as people can tell, the audio is probably not up to par. We're kicking it old school. (laughs) Back at the dwelling. Yeah. And like I said before we started recording, yeah, it's... (laughs) It the feels good. Have returned. <laughs> it feels good to come home every once in a while. That's right. It sure does. And I figured we'd play uh, Would You Rather. No. I'd rather not. I'm, say, I'd ra- I'm with Bob. I'm rather with not. Bob. No. Well, that means we're starting off with the hard questions right off the bat. Right. So well, I figured instead of having a chaotic one, like I'll shoot out a question and then that person will. Answer it, and no, then, wait a and then gonna, everybody you pick somebody out. Yes, everybody around the table. No, no. And then you just say the question, and we'll just jump in. <laughs> He's first. <laughs> Contestant number one. I Step on up, Ron. Hey, you first go first. Yeah. Yeah. Well. No, but I'll ask the question. That person will answer it, and then if anybody else wants to chime in or add to it, then we can go from there, and then. On down, on around the table. So I Ron, hate, I hate round robin. <laughs> Ron, we should call it Ron Ron. Ron's not here. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be present at Jesus's birth or at his resurrection? Mm. And to be honest, like there, I don't think there's a wrong answer to be. Oh no, there's not. But yeah. they're about the same, almost a little bit. No, they're uh, different. I know they're different, different, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. I you got a fifty-fifty shot, Ron. Just I would, say, I personally, I would have to say for me the resurrection, I guess, because at his birth, I know who he who he is. But at his resurrection, I know what he has done. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? It's a good point. It's a good you answer. Know, that way, you know, if he's at his, if I was at his birth, I'd be skeptical of kind of, you know, who who he is, what he's going to do, and all this. But at his at his resurrection, I know what he's done. I know where he's been. I know his stories, and I think it would just impact me more. Mm-hmm. Than the yeah. birth, yeah. Yes, yeah, I can see that. I think I agree with that. For me, I know. Um, like you said, you know the the not knowing to the knowing yeah. just makes the believing 
a lot easier for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The following would be the hard part. The resurrection would be like, well, dang, I know these things to be true, so I'm all in. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. It does. That's that's where I would be. But, I, I, you know, for me, I was sitting here thinking about what you said, but isn't that part of our walk right now? Is we already know what he's done, but yet we have trouble sometimes on our walk? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That's kind of what came to my mind. On our box. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I, I think I'm with Ron, though. On this one, on this well, thank day. you very much, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, if you don't have your hindsight, see what I did there? Yeah, mm-hmm. good job. Google eyes on your butt. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna see the journey, right? But if you're at the resurrection, you're more then likely you probably haven't made it from start to end, right? Somewhere along the way you came in the middle. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes, but, you know, honestly, the resurrection is when our journey just begins. Correct. Our journey. Correct. His journey's over. Right. He done what he come to do. Me, I think I would rather be at the birth following for 33 years and watch the resurrection that's me so you want your cake and eat it too absolutely (laughs) (laughs) good thing you didn't have that question yeah but no i mean honestly i i I think the birth would be would be amazing because for one thing that's when the messiah come to earth you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and i I see where you're coming from you know it it would be hard to believe that who he is who he says he is Mm -hmm. You know, or, or who they who say is at that time, right? Yeah. But the way he was brought in, and the way things happened around him, how could you not tell that he wasn't? I mean, for real. Mm-hmm. Because you have all these people coming from these far-off lands to see him. You got King Herod trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. So that tells you right there who he is. Mm-hmm. Because if, if that king believes that's who that is, you know, there's got to be something true about it. Right. I guess mine kind of goes back to that kind of seeing is believing kind of thing, yeah. almost. Yeah. You know, well, you're from the show me state. I know. Well, <laughs> uh, so see, and, and uh, for me, I know me, and it's a patience thing for me. Because hmm. mm-hmm. the, the promise is fulfilled at the resurrection. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas you're at the birth, you know, this is taken into account. Okay, then you you see the death, and that's all you see. You don't see the resurrection. You don't get the cake and eat it, too. That's right. But, so you have to be patient for those, was it 30 years? Because it was only three that he actually went out and... Yeah, 33. You know, he lived till he was 33, but right. only... Three years of ministry. Three years, yes. yeah. So, you, you know, you got that 30 years, mm-hmm. you know, and like, I don't know, it almost scares me because we know he was perfect. Mm-hmm. But like, it, nothing's nothing's ever said about his childhood, baby, Je- baby Jesus, or yeah, until his thirtieth year. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you're kind of like, well, that, well, that's, they did talk about him being in the temple because you know, at, at twelve years of age, yeah. the temple at twelve, he he was actually teaching the priest in the temple, right? Yeah, right. yeah. So, the, uh, 
and I'm if you know, not us, if uh, I would know. almost say that there was probably when he was a child, there was probably signs of him being the Messiah. I mean, just think about uh, this is stuff that I think about. You know, uh, this is just Bob speaking. This is just, this is nothing. the book of Bob. Just Bob, no, it ain't even the book of Bob. This just comes out of Bob's old head. All right. Bob's old head. Here we go. Yeah, vintage head. Vintage head. Yeah, I'm sorry. But I, when Jesus was a kid, you know, he had to grow in to his per se powers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, how many animals do you think he absolutely probably brought back from the dead when he was a child? Yeah. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Practicing. Yeah. You know, he had to, he had to practice somewhere along the line. Well, or did he? Or well, he may right. not have. But right. I'm just saying this. He, is, this is just stuff I have to imagine. About. At some point, Mary and Joseph had to have said, "We know, you know, this is who you are," but not from when he could fully understand. So I think kind of like what Bob's saying is that he's playing out in the field and something's laying there, and all of a sudden he's like, "Oh," and kind of. Exactly. Or like those illustrated jokes that you see, right? It's like little toddler Jesus, and Mary's like, "Bath now," yes. and, he, and he's like standing, standing on the water. On the water. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, yeah. But I mean, I just think about stuff like you know, as, as a child, he would have had to have came across something, played with them, played mm-hmm. with that power. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes, the Holy Spirit was with him, and he was, you know, God was there with him, and the angels right. was with him. But still, he was already set a, set apart. He was set apart, but, you know, yes. Yeah. But you know, as a kid, you know, if you're thinking like a child, a child's gonna be like, "Man, I can do that. Yeah. Be healed. Be healed." You know. Mm-hmm. What do you think about being his brother? <laughs> well, you I guess like, if you, I you know guess what I mean? if he like, died, he'd bring you right back, right? Like growing up with him, like you know, parents would be more like, "No, oh, man." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about a talk about a bar you couldn't get up to. Yeah, yeah, you ain't never gonna hit that bar. All right, Mike, you ready for yours? I don't know. We'll see. Would you rather sit at Jesus's feet while he teaches, or prepare supper for Jesus and his disciples in the kitchen? Hmm. I'd rather sit at his feet. I believe that to be mine too. Yeah, because that's that's actually more important than than fixing him supper. Mm-hmm. Because if you're sitting at his feet, you're absolutely worshiping him. Right. right. You're not. See, you're I not didn't something ahead I, of him. I agree with Bob because of that story about the gal that when Jesus came over to the house, her sister was up, you know, running hostess. Martha and Mary. Martha and, if, and yeah, Mary. Kind of, in a way, if you want to put it, slaving away. Yeah. And, then get and making upset and, food, and she gets upset. And he rebukes her That's about the story that. That popped in my head as soon as he said it. Me too. Started reading the Me too. Question. Mine. I, I went the other way, I guess. Like, I'd rather be serving, being the servant and serving and letting everybody else hear and understand the teaching while I'm in the background, so to say, I guess. Mm hmm. I, do any other thing. You know, I understand that, but no, but, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, I get it. I mean, you know, like there, I don't know if there Jesus, ever is a wrong right, answer Jesus on really, anything. But. There's not, but Jesus really didn't need us to feed him. No, he didn't. He didn't really need us to serve him. Yes, we are supposed to serve him, right? But he really wanted us 
to love him. Mm -hmm. That's exactly why he would rather you sit at his feet and so, love so, him. Yeah, so it could be. I mean, him. being attentive and, and yes. learning from him is a way of loving him as well as you know serving him. Is. Serving yeah, him is love. You can see it both. Both versions are yeah. being a servant. They are. Yeah. They absolutely are. Right. But I just think, for me, of course, that, that overwhelmingness of just being in his presence and hearing what he is saying. Oh, my God. I can't. I, can't, I would not pass that up. Yeah, yeah but again, it's hindsight. Leaning on his knee. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, cool. it's hindsight. I mean, yeah, obviously, I'm saying that now, knowing. But again, in the moment, right? Yeah. if you didn't know, or you, know, or, or you were a layperson even more than I am, <laughs> you know. <laughs> But, Amen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bob. This one I picked out especially for you. Oh, gee, thanks, oh. Ronnie. <laughs> Would you rather be a fisherman or a tax collector? Mm, that's hard. Because I'm going to tell you, I've actually been on both sides of that fence. I know, and that's why. <laughs> that's why this is your question. Honestly. I would rather be the tax collector because how many how many of the tax collectors did Jesus absolutely be like, hey, you're you're gonna follow me or look at Zacchaeus, mm -hmm. that little short guy climbed that tree. And like, I need him. Mm -hmm. You know. So when they both when they both done that and give their life to, to Christ, they became fishermen. So I think for me, I think I'd want to be the tax collector. I want to. I would want to be the guy that got transformed by him. Wow. But don't get me wrong. The guy being picked by him, be a part of him every day, and a fisherman with him, that would be cool too. Right. Yeah. You know. But mm -hmm. one of the tax collectors that he that he brought in was with him every day. Right. So. Yeah, but I think I think the tax collectors probably would be where I would lean towards because both were chosen. They were. They were both right. chosen. Correct. But I can relate to the tax collectors more than I can the fishermen because that's the way my story was in right. my life. Yeah. yeah. So Makes I sense. think I would go with the tax collector part. Coffee Mike, you ready for your I'm picked sure. out question? Oh, I'm sure it's a doozy. Yeah. I think I know your answer, but okay. and I'll show Ron, see if I'm right or not. Okay. <laughs> Name the animals or build the ark. Hmm. Well, considering Ron's my guy for building anything, I, I wouldn't be very good at building the ark. So I'm going to have to say name the animals. Good call, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate the softball. Thank you. Well, no, I, but seriously, it sounds like a simple question, really, at first, right? That ain't simple. No, yeah. that's I what mean, I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah naming the animals, I, I'd rather build the ark. I think because yeah. it, again, we're, we're, you're talking in hindsight, but you're the one coming up that for the rest of time, this is what it's going to be called. Right, and it doesn't have a name. So, so that's where that one weird name comes from. Yeah, huh? right. Yeah, <laughs> or that's where snuffle up. You're out there. You're out there building this big ark, and people think that you're cuckoo. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, because it hadn't rained. What, <laughs> right? They didn't even know what rain was. They're like, what are you building? What yeah. is that you're building? And also, that way I can blame you when a cow goes moo, that, and it doesn't even sound anything like a moo. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, he, don't, he don't call cows cows. When we go by his house and we see the cows out there in the field, he has already names for them. 
And he said, well, that's T-Bone, and that's their boarding house. <laughs> Come here, a little ribeye. Come here, a little ribeye. <laughs> but I think that... Uh, hey, Brisket. Like, they're all... <laughs> like, and these are parts of stuff that I do for, like, mental exercise things, like you were talking about. So that way it's more focused instead mm-hmm. of chaos just going down random rabbit holes. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes going down them random rabbit holes will it can confuse you sometimes. Yeah, and, and you end up in the, it might end up in the cul-de-sac. That's it. <laughs> right. That's right. And you turn around, you have to come right back. I'm gonna I want to go back to Bob's and give my two cents on it because I think I know for me two cents with an inflation, Mike. It's actually a dime now. <laughs> okay, my two denarii. Um, there you go. <laughs> but uh, I'd want to be the fisherman, and I say that because knowing me I don't like to be hated so I don't think I could I don't think I could stand being hated like the tax collector like the tax collector but also knowing what the fisherman sacrificed because you're talking about generations and generations of being fishermen that was their legacy of their family it wasn't just a Oh yeah, what, what, you know what are we gonna do with our lives? Yeah, well, you know some people catch fish. Let's do that. <laughs> you know, it was that's what you were born into. Well, that's what your, your that's daddy what their name was. Yeah, that's there again, who they were. There again, if you look at it, both guys give up their livelihood. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because when the tax collector quit, he quit. Yeah, yeah. you know. Because and again, I mean, you can weigh you can weigh which which is a better. Rescue story, and of course, right. look at Zacchaeus. He you said, know, "Hey, right. I'll give them whoever I cheated or whoever I done wrong. I'll give them fourfold back." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he give he probably give uh, he probably give all of his money away. Yeah. Yeah. Just because of that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, the manly man of the table. You ready for your second one, Ron? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. wait a minute, wait a minute. Who's according to you? according to Grace, Grace he's yeah. the man. Well, I'm more concerned about Ronnie answering a question. How come Ronnie's he's a narrator? He's he can't narrator. answer. He's, he's probably answered all of them himself already. Pat Sajak ever answered a question? <laughs> <laughs> so now you're Pat Sajak? All right, all right. Hey, he retired. So I, I, which one's Hannah? I've been be commenting. The closest one. <laughs> I'd be Ronnie. I've been commenting. <laughs> all right, manly man, you ready? Yeah, I guess. Would you rather face Goliath with only a stone and a slingshot? Or wander around in the desert for 40 years. Wow. <laughs> I don't... Oh, man. I don't know if I could handle the wandering around for 40 years. I'd probably go nuts. My thing is that I couldn't handle all the, all the moaning and crying and whining that people do. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Which, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that has to be a consideration That's right. in I your think. answer because you're like, wait... Forty years, so I could yeah. probably. Well, I'm not. A, I'm not a fighter. Obviously, I'm not a fighter. I know, but I. I guess you I. Don't be, you just got to throw a stone. Yeah. <laughs> got to sling it. Yeah. Most likely, <laughs> most likely, I pull that thing back. It's going to flip and hit me in the head. <laughs> <laughs> like, oops. 
It's not the slingshot. It's okay. a sling. Well, still, it would come out. I'll go one side of it, and there it goes. I try to let go, and the thing would wrap around my head. Yeah, most likely. I wouldn't do that. It'd rock fall out before he even I think I would take my chances with the Goliath. You're going to take your chances with Goliath? Yeah, I think I would. I don't know if I can handle Like Bob said, I don't know if I can handle that 40. Yeah. 40 years in the desert. I know I couldn't. They didn't have any beef. All they ate was chickens and birds and manna. No, yeah, manna. It was... That's what they provided. Exactly. See what I'm talking about? Crying about the food. <laughs> Just being honest. We know that. We well, know his answer. Yeah, I, I was thinking more of the heat. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking, though, is which one is actually more of a test of faith. Now that. True. That would be the you know, 40 years. Because nobody had, you know. I mean, but I mean, nobody had what, defeated it, Goliath. He had taken on entire armies. Yeah. And it's hindsight. Like, we have that hindsight. Right. Which is the common... Thing yeah. here, right? Yeah, yeah. And right. as we move on, I'm trying to take that hindsight out a little bit to be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In that, but, in but that actual act of the time, I probably wouldn't either want one or either one of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> be like, I'm out. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, you got this one. Yeah, I always get the picture of like David not fitting into any of the armor, armor, and, well, and, and you know, like it looking like it's daddy's clothes. Didn't they? They you said know, the armor. Like the armor was so heavy. I mean, he couldn't you know, walk the, with it. Right. He couldn't walk yeah. with it, so he had to take it back off. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know he put it on. I, oh, yeah, he, I only they know put it, they put the it only on stories him. I know or ever seen is him. He was just wearing normal clothes. Mm-hmm. That's because the armor didn't fit. Uh, yeah, so it's good. Put that in front of your face, you can't see where. Well, you know that armor hit. was built for guys that were huge. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. gladiators. Gladiators. Yeah. How old was he? Their life. Who's that? How old you was know, he? Was just a teenager being tra- trained for it. Was he like yeah. 16, 16, 16. Like yeah. If that, yeah. If yeah. that. Mm. So yeah. he was probably a scrawny little guy. Yeah. So Goliath's like ten feet. I'd be lucky to sling that rock. Ten feet. So, Okay. Two feet. I, I guess I don't know the full story on that. I do know that he took him down, but how did that even come to be? How did he find himself in that situation to go against because him? Because the wife come out and, and called out to anyone who wanted to come and fight him. And pretty much, I guess, pretty nobody much nobody did. wanted to go fight him. And, and David went to the king's like, I'll go do it for you. Okay. And okay. actually, uh, David and his brother... We're at odds a little bit over this. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I don't. Because I didn't I know if it was like too bad. He didn't want his brother to do it. They didn't want the, two groups of people getting ready to battle, and they just right. said, so they didn't "Walk up there, the family." The family. No. Exactly. Goliath was the well, he was the warrior of uh, of that tribe. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I lost who they was now. Uh, see, when I look at it, I see like two. What's the tribe he was at? Two battle or. Uh, I can't think. Anyway, yeah. Ammonites. Um, Ammonites. Ammonites. Yeah. That's it. And you know, he was he was the he was the warrior of the Ammonites. Is that right? That's not right. Philistines. Philistines. You're right. You're right. So I thought I just, I just looked it up. That's yeah. the only way I knew. Well, that's that's my didn't, didn't have that. Well, he, was, he, was the mightiest, he was Goliath was the mightiest warrior of the Philistine army. Mm-hmm. Nobody could kill him. Nobody could beat him. They couldn't even come close to him. Most of the time, he'd take somebody out in one swing, and they'd be done. Hmm. So, here's this little strong mm. kid, you know. Now, and some of this I didn't know. So, uh, he challenged Saul for 40 days right. to send a man out yeah. to fight him. 
Yes. And no one would face Nobody it until would. David. Yep. With only, only with his slings. That's what slings. I was. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Hit him in the forehead and killed him. Yeah. You're talking that stone was probably a little round stone, about that big, smooth, flat. Probably went out of that sling like a disc. Mm-hmm. Now, was David directed to do it? I mean, did God speak to him on it, or did he just was brave and stepped yeah, up? I don't know that. I don't. I don't. I don't think there's any conversation about know. that, is there? I don't really don't. Uh, I know that. How they, does a they consider kid just say, "Well, I'm going to go well, take this Well, they considered him a runt. Yeah. Because he was way smaller than everybody. I'm going to tell you, he probably was. He probably had the same attitude I got. Oh, call me a runt. I'm going to show you. Or he got or the short end of the straw. Or he got the short end of the straw. <laughs> one of the two, yeah. But I mean. No matter how it worked, it was all it was all God's design for him to do that. I mean, I was just wondering if somebody like threw him into it, or he just same, said, well, "I got this." This same David, this same David, had killed bears, had killed lions, yeah. protecting them sheep. So he had a he had he a, had, he had history. a history of he had a history of yeah, he, stuff bigger. He, he had that chip on his shoulder. He, he wasn't for scared, sure. evidently. No, I mean he killed he killed bears and lions with okay. just. His bare hands and a staff, and that was it. Mm-hmm. So he went in with probably a lot of confidence, possibly. Maybe. I mean, you know. We're I talking. mean, if you're killing lions and stuff like that, and then you're just going to go face a man that they just say is like yeah, we're talking man, huge, tall, and who knows how big that guy was. I bet his, his, his probably his legs was probably as big around as David himself. Yeah, that's the way I envision him. Yeah. It's like Big Show and Ray Mysterio. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Mike, you ready? Yep. No cheating. Put that phone down. <laughs> I was looking at that. Sure you were. <laughs> Lonnie's texting. Here we go. See? He was talking to God. Um, Would you rather see Jesus walk on water or heal a blind man? The blind man. <clears throat> Oh, jeez. Well, I know my answer to this one. Was this your question? No. Oh, okay. But we get to say what we want. <laughs> get up out of my Kool-Aid, Mike. <laughs> Man. Would you rather stay out here than this? No. No, I wouldn't. Uh, he was a blind man. And I say that because in my mind to have to be healed you would automatically know who did it so mm-hmm. just to see that gratefulness and somebody just or like automatically kind of turn to Christ would be amazing because essentially they're both miracles right exactly absolutely Excellent. yeah absolutely you know and I was going to say that but we'd go wrong we're going to your thunder right yeah. But, well, yeah. so that's your no, I'm thunderstruck I, then, aren't you? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> well, for me, I think walking on water because you see it immediately and you realize where your focus needs to be. Of course, I'm using Bob's Google eyes on his butt, but hindsight, mm-hmm. you know. But the blind man seen just instantly. Right. Yeah, but, but the thing is. He didn't need to turn around. He didn't the to walking, turn around. The walking on the water. I think for a Christian walk is better to to people because it demonstrates what you can do when you focus 
So that's why I would have walked walking on I'm water. I'm with the blind I, man myself. Me too. Okay. For the fact, I mean, I don't like water for one, but it just, it seems more uh, personal, so to say. Yeah. You know, Intimate. who all saw him walk on water? <clears throat> who all saw the miracle of the blind man seeing? A lot of people saw And that. so many believers, converted, I mean, right. yes, converted. Well, the thing is, yeah. is, is look at, Look at the spiritual side of what he'd done with the blind man. This is why I'm going with the blind man. He healed that guy, and his eyes were open. What happens when we when we give our life to Christ? Our eyes our are eyes open. Are open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, Just like healing that blind man. Right. But I, I, for me, longevity. I, yes, I get what you're saying. Longevity for the Christian walk. You, you hear the story. You know it's true. Well, a disciple walked on water with Jesus until he took his eyes off Jesus. I think it's a much more lengthy, long-lasting story. But the blind story. man is about the same situation, though, if you look at it that way. But we don't hear any more about the blind man once he's healed, do we? It doesn't matter. Who, who, who saw, whoever saw the blind man see, who's to say that that put their eyes on God to follow him as well as anybody that saw him walk on water? I, I'm not. I'm you just know, saying. I mean, I think it's about the same. The same thing. Like Ronnie said, you're both married. There, yeah, yeah, there's not a wrong. No, that's no, right. No, I agree. No. But I think the disciple that walked on water with Jesus could take that out in discipleship. Oh, absolutely. And that's why I think walking on water. And, that, and that's man, and that's you really know, want to get technical. The blind man. Yeah, but we don't know that if he did or didn't. But, but the blind man plus everybody else who saw the blind man. I look it up, but I think he told the blind man to to go to pick him up. No, that was... Uh, no, that was... Uh, yeah, was uh, I'm going to have to go back in there and look at that. I don't want to say it wrong. That was the lame. That was the lame guy by the pool of water, yeah. But so, same token, whoever saw the blind man get his sight back, not only can the blind man go and tell the story, so can all who saw, except for the one person and, who saw in the water. And all the new... And the disciples. Right. Uh, but, like I said, same but thing. But, you know, if you'll, if you'll think about... If you'll think about it... Jesus picked and choose when people where, saw and, and how people saw. Yeah. Right. Now and the, if they the, shared. And right. The disciples, they all seen him walk on water. And I think he done that for one reason, one reason only. To get their attention. Because I think it was intimate for them. Yes. Yes. That's where the audience. Yeah. Yes. Now the blind it was, man it was I think it was kind of the the, the same thing. It was we're going to secure the faith in everything that the disciples have by having them see this miracle. Yes. And we're going to, you know, bring everybody that sees this miracle happen to Christ. Right. You know what I mean? We're going to solidify what they already know just so that there's no doubt, zero doubt whatsoever. But on the other side, it's let's bring all of these people that are around yeah. knowing right. everything. So, yeah. So what, was, do you think, what do you think them other disciples thought when they seen Peter walking on water? And then when he took his eyes off Jesus, he sank. That probably spoke volumes to him. That's that's the point I'm trying to make. I know it's the point you're trying to make. But I'm just saying, but Jesus done that for the disciples. disciples. When he when he healed the blind man, he done that for the the masses. Yeah. Yes. And I'm just thinking, who here weren't in that boat and saw Peter going out there, saw him walking on water before he took his eyes off? Wasn't thinking. Next, yeah, yeah. next. <laughs> until, until they see me, me. Yeah, and so I'm single. Oh wait, no. 
Yeah, I can't do that either. I don't know if I'm gonna do that or not. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna tell you, I'd probably be Peter. I'd probably be scared. Oh yeah. I because me, I'm not a water man. I don't like water for one. But we also know, but we're in nowhere in comparison to Jesus. Right. Correct. So he wasn't but, scared until until I think I think because you know the water had to be running hard. Yeah, and then no, I yeah. think a wave. I think a wave hit him on the side of the leg, and he's like, "Oh, wait a minute, where am I at?" Where yeah. am I at? He and notices where he's actually at, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not walking on this water." Start sinking. Yeah, because he doesn't say what. Why yeah, he, he looked that. away. Right, just that he looked away. Mm-hmm. So just looked that, away. Yeah, I mean something had to catch his attention. Yep, right. just like our own walk. Something catches our attentions and our eyes pop. Mm-hmm. They they go right off of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then where are we at? We're down that wrong. Oh, yeah. We're sinking down in the water where we are. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Staying on the miracle questions. Mm-hmm. Coffee, Mike. I'm skipping. Oh yeah. yeah. I was like, Wait, like that, he's got I? certain questions for certain people. Yeah. Apparently so. <laughs> Would you rather? It was mine. He just gave oh, you. Thank you. Thank you, Ronnie. Oh, wait a minute. No, that ain't uh, <laughs> Would you rather see Jesus feed the 5,000 or see him raise Lazarus? Um, I'm going to have to go with the 5,000. Okay. Because because he's hungry. I'm always always hungry. But I think there's multiple things in there. Uh, Bob said one time, some mom remembered to pack a kid a lunch to feed the 5,000. And it shows that there's always a plan. Otherwise, I mean, he could have materialized it out of anything. I realize that. But what I'm saying is, it shows how things work together. So feed the 5,000 uh, because it affected a greater number of people. And I, and I really, I love people. Mm-hmm. So for me, to see that kind of love poured out, that would be incredible. I'm going to agree with coffee of mine. Oh. What did he say? Yeah. What? I said it. It's on tape. It's on tape. <laughs> you know, for, for much the same reason that you're talking about. Yeah. You're talking about the, you know. The big picture. 5,000. And then where does, where does that escalate to from there that all these 5,000 they're like not only did I see it I was fed from it right. literally right well, and then there again you know Jesus actually used the disciples give them another lesson in that feeding of the 5,000 for one thing but he he gave them a lesson in raising Lazarus too he did he did oh, I'm yeah. getting to that he, you know, I'm, getting there. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying like but yes he did, he did. I'm being the ref here yeah I know I know <laughs> but you know they're like, well, we can't go into town and, and buy all these people food. And he says, well, just get that fish and that bread and just hand it out and feed everybody after he blessed it. And then after that, he went on to show them, what was it, seven baskets? Yeah. After they picked up the... It was 12, wasn't it? It was two different times, but yeah. Two different times, but the first was... It, it, was it seven or 12? It was 12, uh, 12 or 5,000, yes. and then... And then he goes on, yeah, I get them too mixed up sometimes. Then he goes on to show them, well, go pick up the pieces. And they had 12 baskets full of fish and bread. Because they hadn't ate yet. Because they hadn't ate yet. So, like, they they each had a basket that they wanted. Well, the other other part of that story is the willingness of a child to give up all that he had to help someone else. That's the other 
Mm-hmm. And that's the cornerstone of being a Christian, to help someone else. Well, exactly, because he tells us to have that childlike faith. That, exactly, Bob. That's what I was talking about. The kid, I mean, he didn't hesitate. I mean, you don't hear, you don't hear about him hesitating. Here you go, Mom made it. It's all yours. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He's like, Jesus, I don't like fish. And she put the wrong kind of bread in there. That's right. It's got mayonnaise and I'm out. <laughs> I get my jello pudding pack. I don't That's know what right. the woman's stinking. There's no Capri Sun in there. Yeah, take it. But now, as far as Lazarus goes, that was a miracle there, too. Mm-hmm. And that, that was a good showing of who he actually was. We're talking, and he waited. He waited four days before he went to heal to heal Lazarus. Mm-hmm. You know he had to be stinking. I was going to say just a little bit. Which comes back to the first question that we had, mm-hmm. right? Because that's where Mary or Martha met him at the gate. Right. Like she met him at the gate right. to give her or give him a piece of her mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So like, you know, like where were you? Yeah. Like I know that pigeon got there. <clears throat> Correct. Ron, what do you think? You ain't answering that one. No. All right. I uh, no. Okay. All right. Then. I don't really know where to go with that one. I mean, I don't really know the whole story on the feeding the five thousand. I know a little bit about the Lazarus thing, but to actually be there after four days of. The guy was in the tomb, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he was gone. And if I was there to see Jesus bring that man back to life and breathe breath in him again, I don't know where I'd <laughs> I mean, yeah, right? He didn't breathe breath in him. Well, I mean, he spoke it. Spoke it. like Lazarus, come up out of that cave. Right. I'd, I'd, and I'll guarantee you it wasn't with no easy voices. It probably had a little tone to it. Yeah. A little bass. You know, don't, don't get me wrong. Yeah. The miracle of the bread and the, and the food is something, but to actually see somebody who's been gone four days and brought back up, if that don't make you a believer and a follower... I just don't think there's anything. Yeah, 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 right. It ain't gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You. You know, food and water. Okay, I get it. It never ran out. But four days, and you saw this guy walk out of the tomb, knowing he was dead, knowing he stank. If you don't, (laughs) he needs some right guard and tic tac. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, like the food, the the food's already in the Tupperware dishes. Right. I'm saying, like, right. And I mean, just the idea that this guy walked, this guy walked out of his grave and came out alive, and it's like, I'd probably died. Yeah. It it'd probably been such a ran. shock. I might have. I might have just fell over. You're freaked out, <laughs> ran away. Yeah. Like, Jesus, you gotta raise me from the dead. Yeah. 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 So. All right, Bob, you ready for yours? I'm ready. <laughs> you didn't say that. It was very, very enthusiasm. No, you hurt me every time you ask me. <laughs> Would you rather? Nope. Know the type of fruit Adam and Eve ate, or? Know what Jesus wrote in the sand when people wanted to stone the woman who committed adultery. Oh man! You know, I think I would love to see what Jesus was writing in the sand. I'm with Bob. I am too. Because you know, I think I think that he was he was sitting there writing out when he bent back down 
after he told him to cast the first stone, who is without he who is without sin cast that first stone. He laid that he he bent down there and he started writing things out that them guys were actually doing wrong in their life. Well, it is. and they seen it. The first guy seen it. And he's like, oh no, that's me. Well, well, that. it makes me think he's writing their names down. He's writing. He made me write down. You know, all their sins who, underneath them. Yeah, who here has not sinned and can throw the first stone? And they're thinking, they're sitting there thinking about their sins, and he's down there writing their names down, and they're like, "Oh crap, I'm out." <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He, he was convicting them as he was writing in the sand. I guarantee it. That's yeah. I, I would definitely. That would be cool. Don't get me wrong. It would be nice to know what fruit it was. Right. Whether it was worth it or not, whether it was worth I mean, it or not, was it like, kiwi or was it a watermelon? You know well, what I'm saying? Like, the well, you told the apple was <laughs> there. Be my like, no, tell me, tomato. Ah, oh, son of a bitch! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Man, I like tomatoes though. <laughs> All that for a tomato? Yeah. You know. <laughs> no, it would have probably been like a a, a promegranate or yeah. you know, yeah. plum or something like that. But, man, that's, that was gross, dude. <laughs> <laughs> everybody picking right in the sand. I am. Mike, yeah, you're mulling all over it over there. Yeah, I think I agree. I think I'm too nosy. To, yeah, that just intrigued you know. me. What he, I, what he really would, what he wrote in that saying. Yeah. I mean, that just, you know, yeah. I just, I put myself in in those guys' place, you know, and I'm looking down and I'm seeing stuff that I've done through my life that he's been writing down. Like, yeah, I can't throw that stone. I gotta go. <laughs> when it, it, it takes me to back when we were talking about um, preaching, and it was in every language, mm-hmm. so everybody understood. It's that right. same thing because it wasn't like he was there for hours writing stuff mm-hmm. because he was trying to convince them not to stone her. So it was just whomever it was. Ronnie saw what Ronnie saw. Bob saw. Right. He, you know what I mean? Exactly. I think, oh, ooh, that, you know, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing, and again, how how scared are you going to be when it's your stuff? Yeah, that's yeah. written in the sand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So crap! Home. If we're stoning her for this, I'm out because yeah. I'm getting stoned myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just don't think I don't think the identity of the fruit is as important as to the act of eating the fruit. Right. Well, so knowing the actual fruit, I I, I don't see what I get. Obedience. Th- right. Exactly. The thing is, is is um, they ate from the tree. Yeah. Of good and evil, you know, knowledge, knowledge and uh, so the tree of knowledge. So, I mean, does it really matter what fruit it was? I just wanted to know if it was worth it or not. I can't think of hey, a fruit that would when, be. When God told Adam and Eve they had to leave the garden, yeah, they thought, man, that wasn't worth it. Yeah, right. Mm. All right, last question for everybody individually, not just a blanket question. We'll end with that. Mm hmm. Let's see. He's got he's got that Simon you know, twisted mustache thing. Mm-hmm. Oh. This is this is Schmikes. Oh. Would you rather have dinner with Ruth or Esther? Oh. Well, I can't answer this one at all. That's why I'm here. Well, that's good because I don't know who they are. <laughs> Sorry. You just went to watch Esther. I did. Well, okay. I know who Esther is. I don't know who the other one is, so I can't compare. You're going with Esther? I'm going to go with Esther because after reading through Esther and then studying on it and everything like that, 
the stuff that she did and how she stood for her faith and her people. Yeah. You got some questions? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Ruth, Ruth stood by somebody, went to a foreign land that weren't her, that were not her people. I mean, that's pretty. Yeah. But well, Ruth, so Ruth, Ruth is actually. Remember, Esther could, could have been killed because she was a Jew. True, could true. have been. But if it, if you, you know. didn't have Ruth, you wouldn't have had to descend of Jesus. That's right. That's where I, so I'm going with Ruth. That's where I was going, but Bob beat me to it again. <laughs> Man, you're not, not. Sorry, Mike. That's all good. What would you run? I would probably say Esther. Yeah. Yeah, just because of like, like you said, going through, like deep diving into yeah. Esther yeah. right like like we've talked about when we were deep diving into it like King Xerxes was like drunk and belligerent and like whatever right I've been drunk and belligerent I'm like you know what I'm saying like I'm not comparing apples oh, to apples yeah, here no, right yeah. but like I got some questions for you mm-hmm. know like yeah how, how I mean it was tough both so like both women's yeah. lives were tough. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh exactly. And they both sacrificed. And they both and sacrificed. They, yeah. And they both were steadfast. But Ruth actually, Ruth actually gave her life to Naomi's God. See mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she wasn't even she wasn't even a, a descendant of Ruth. Right. Of the like people are Jewish people, however you want to put it. I think it's I think Ruth's story speaks to a conversion that yeah. is just beautiful. Well that that yeah. shows Ruth's story actually shows that every Gentile is gonna be grafted into God's kingdom. That's that's why it's so beautiful. Yeah. Let's see fine Ron. <laughs> you don't have fine Ron's. <laughs> but it's only fine, fair, Ron. Find Ron's, then you'll have fine Ron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That last one I had, I only knew Esther. I don't know who Ruth is. So. You can't know everything. No. All right, I don't know a lot. You ready for yours? Silent Ron. Yeah. You can't be silent on this one. Oh, I can. <laughs> <laughs> would you Would you rather hear one of Jesus's sermons or? see one of Jesus's miracles I would want the sermon I would like to hear the knowledge I mean the miracles for me just listening going to church and all that the miracles it seemed like they came quite often and the sermons I mean it would just be more impactful for me because of the knowledge of it no, don't get me wrong. The miracles would be awesome to see, but to actually sit in front of my Lord and hear the—I mean—the stories, because I love reading the red words, mm-hmm. you know—and actually sit in front of Him and hear it. Yeah. I think it would be highly impactful. It would like probably just blow me away. Don't get me wrong; the miracles would too, but you know, people see. <laughs> throughout the Bible and I hear people talking about it all the time they see the miracles and they just okay well and they go on but for me if I was to hear the words I think and I can put the words to the man and to the situation I think it would just be more impactful for me well I think I think Jesus was the master auditor because 
he knew what people needed to see or hear based upon the people in front of him. He right. knew that words would impact some and miracles would impact others. So that's right. actually a tougher question than it is on the surface. Right. Some people get it from listening mm-hmm. and hearing it, and then some people have to be hit in the face and have to be showed it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I go, I think I'm with Ron. For me, I think the impact of you, you're, you're getting the lesson from the source. Ah. It's not somebody else's. It's not hearsay. On it, mm-hmm. Or their writing or their teachings on it. Yeah. It's directly from the man himself. I agree because as a historian, we're always going to primary sources first. Yeah. That's where you want to get your best well, information. You can get it right out of the horse's mouth, per se. That's yeah. The place to get it. Yeah. Yep, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Coffee mic. I'm ready, Ronnie. Bring it on. <laughs> Would you rather live on only bread, manna, for 40 years or be struck dumb for nine months? Oh, my. I'll take the dumb. Unable to speak because I think, for me, I speak too often that I'm speaking dumb. (laughs) (laughs) I I think yes, yes. No, I I think I think I think you hit it right on the head, Ron. Just the question, no. No, I I think I think I, I think I like to eat. Knowing myself, I like to eat good or eat well. And manna to me, I mean, even though it came from heaven, it would be a blessing to have it if you're out in the middle of nowhere. But 40 years of it, you know, I'd be the whiner Bob didn't want to be around, okay? <laughs> I, I'd be looking for, like, where's the next hamburger coming from? Where's the beef? So if you're telling me the only thing you had to eat for 40 years was beef, you wouldn't get tired of it. Not a chance in the world. Oh, I would. Go on I keto. I would. What? I would. Do I keto. would. Re- ask the question again. Anything, I want the second half Anything repetitive, anything you do every day, day in, day out. Yeah, I can't stand chicken. Tired of it. I can't stand chicken. I don't eat chicken. Well, and that's my wife loves wait chicken. Wait a minute. Ain't nothing wrong with some good yard bird. Yeah. No, well, yeah, but I mean, if you're eating... You no, come to my house, Bob. There's come no, to my house there's and look no at my chicken. freezer. There's no chicken. Full of freezer. Or full well, freezer you of chicken. Eating on the egg? Uh, only on Saturday morning. So you eat chicken. I know. What? <laughs> I eat a lot of chicken. Is what? That's my point. I, I don't eat chicken. My wife fed it to me. If I get, you're the one that's yes. If I get beef, it's a special occasion. There you go. Well, but what was the second part of that question? Being struck dumb for nine months. Unable to speak. Unable to speak for nine months. I would enjoy that with you, but hey, you know that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I am silent, Ron. So I don't. Know. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say. Manna, I would go with the manna because I've been dumb long enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm there <laughs> and not only that, I, I really would like to try the manna, try it out, and just see what it tastes like. Because you know, I mean, well, you could try it out for forty years, though. Is that the bread part? Yeah, yeah. I think I'd do the bread. Mm. Tastes man, like chicken from a man who <laughs> who used to do a, a tuna only diet for like two months. I don't know if I can do bread for, and I love bread. I so, do too. So you'd rather be silent? Yes. We'd rather we'd rather you be I silent. Mean, too. Just think about it. Though. <laughs> that bread, that so-called stuff that you all don't want to eat. It's from God. I know. It's from God, and 
It's good for you. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, but, yeah. but, he al- but he also put cows on Earth, and they're good for us, too. But I wasn't a part of that. I wasn't an option. I know that wasn't an option. I'm merely, I'm off on a yeah. rail on my own. Yeah. But if you go You're back to caveats the, in. Hey, yes. if you go back to the Garden of Eden, they didn't eat meat in the garden. Well, he didn't ask me if I was in the Garden of Eden. He asked me if I was going to eat I'm just saying. Yeah. Honestly, we was not really designed to eat meat. I, I don't know. Cause he I disagree. And to the Adam and Eve, we got kicked out of the garden, and then he created the cows. Yeah, after they got kicked out. We were right. supposed to live so, on fruit alone. Supposed to. Supposed to. Well, I, I would then disagree. I, I would world. disagree that we were designed <laughs> to eat meat because he already knew Adam and Eve were going to choke it up. Well, sure he did. So we were going to eat beef anyway. Wait a minute. All right. You're, uh, you're running last question. Loop hole. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can argue about that all Yeah, time. I'm going to say, that ain't right. What about the fishermen? He already knew. He already knew, man. Here's your last oh, question, man. Bob, and then all we right. all got a question. Okay. Mm. Would you rather see the burning bush talk to Moses or see the fire consume, consume Elijah's altar in front of the prophets of Baal? <laughs> That's rough. Yeah. Because the burning bush was actually God in in mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Both, I'm sorry, both was God. Yeah. Can you explain both to me what God, the second one? Elijah. Elijah's when he when, when they, he beat all the the Baals. Ba- the, Baal priest. Okay. Because yeah. I'm, I'm you know only, well, I only know the bush. Honestly, and, I think I think I would have to go with uh, the prophet of Baal because that would be awesome to see God defeat. 450 of those guys with one guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that... that after he, after that he starts just, the fire because he put the yeah, water on right, it. Right. And like, yeah. That is just so... That that just speaks volumes so right there. So I mean, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the offering one. Yeah. 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 Okay, okay. Yeah, so I think I would go with that one mm-hmm. just because that really... Don't do your own. The burning bush really shows God too, but... That one shows the true power of God. True, true. I would agree with Bob on that, but the bush was never consumed in fire, and it, it was, was God. It was not. You're exactly right. Mm-hmm. So that it, by itself, maybe like setting the house on fire and coming back after it was out and nothing's right. touched. That shows power, but Moses is the only one seeing that power. That's why I'd like to see it. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, the other way, God showed his power to everybody. I, yes, he I put agree. Put it out there for everybody. That's important too. But you know what? That's been the theme for this episode, really. Yeah. Is it intimate, or is it for everybody else? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It is. That's where we keep our we're conversations comes back to, like our decisions, right? Yeah. yeah. So, with that in mind, is this the barn burner coming up? Oh, this great. is. The bush burner. Yep. Okay, let's go there. <laughs> Would you rather hear... Nope, that's not it. Would you rather... Where was it at? <laughs> Probably in your phone. Take three. Right it's, you it's on my notes. But yes, okay. Would you rather spend one hour in heaven or one week with Jesus on earth? Oh, my. What? That, dude. One day, I both, 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 an hour, both. An hour hey, in heaven. Hey, that's just wrong. Well, that's all I gotta say. I well, like you right now, right? Yeah, because <laughs> the only thing I keep coming back to is a week with Jesus would be like being in heaven because of all the knowledge and who He is and what He represents. But it wouldn't. But it wouldn't. 
this is the book of Mike, and I'm going with that. That quite that's. Okay. I'm, I'm no, no, that's fine. No, no I'm going to get to stay in heaven after that hour, or I got to leave. Yeah, only, only for an hour. Okay, only for an hour. You said so. Being in heaven so, an hour with Jesus or God? No, just being in heaven for an hour. Being heaven. Well, so I'm who's gonna, in heaven? I might have to say I might have to. I want the week with Jesus, just for some fact that once again I've said it before, he's at my level, and he's right in front of me. And being with him that week, it would just be very, very impactful again for me. Because if I'm saved and I'm following Jesus, I'm going to heaven at some Absolutely. point. Absolutely, that's why I was getting ready to say. That's why. It, Mike. Well, for once, I get for, for, for once for once I'm on top here. I agree. I'm with Mike with everybody saying at the same time. To look upon the face long, of God. How long did the disciples fall? Mm-hmm. Some of them still fell off. No, no, all of them fell off. Yeah, when, he, when he got when he got crucified, yeah. they all run away, scattered, scattered. Actually, yes. So and I mean, they were scared. So to say that spending that one week then brings you to your salvation and stuff. But that's that human side of them too, though. Right. And we're also judging this through right. the, through, the le- here, so. through the lens of. Are you an alien? Hindsight. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's still the hindsight. But I mean, everybody. So. I, I. Yeah, yeah no, you're yeah, going to be scared. I wouldn't give up the opportunity of being in heaven forever. But when they were in his presence, when they were in his actual presence, were they scared? Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes, but for the most part, if they were in his Jesus' presence, from my understanding, the trust and love was there. Trust and love was there. But when they took him... They were scared because in the boat, they were terrified. On the water? Yeah. So much so they woke him up. Yeah, remember they, See, that's they, what I'd be afraid of. Who wants to go be the guy? Yeah, like, excuse me, oh, Jesus. Jesus up. Somebody go wake him up, will you? No, I'll pass. <laughs> Thank you. Here, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Oh, Send Matthew. <laughs> I, would, I would still take the week. Yeah, I'm, I'm, would take I'm taking the hour. Would you? I'm taking the hour. Explain why. Yeah. Are you afraid? I, I need to know why. Are you afraid you're not going to get back? Inquiring there? minds need to know. Well, I think it's just. I know where I'm at, right? And like my journey or my mile marker, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the ultimate goal is to get there. Right. If I get that and I'm impatient, like Mike said before about himself. So like if I get that glimpse for an hour of what heaven is like, then after that hour's over, then I'm gonna strive that much harder and go that much deeper to spread the word, to share with everybody else. Can but I, but it's that can I, I, can I get a little can I get a little deep here? If you take a week with Jesus, though, you're in heaven, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you get real and you get real involved with Him, He's going to show you heaven. Yeah, that's I what that. I said. Yes, yeah. He's going to show. But that hour is the the, the end story. That. He's going to show right? you that but, hour. But you already know you're going to heaven because you are saved. He wants to. He wants to. Stay. But like Ron, I like I, it's heaven. the show I'm me just, state, right? I'm just trying. To, I, I get that I'm too. I totally to get that. Yeah, I love I you love know? the debate with Ronnie. No, and that's it. Like I'm like Ron. I'll take it's the show me state. I'll take five days of heaven compared to one hour. Like I, like <laughs> like well, no matter. Have, let's just make sure that the way you prefaced it was you get one hour and that's it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. One hour and that's it. So like you don't get to go back. Yeah, you didn't say you get to go back. I didn't say that. You didn't say you got to. 
That's how I read the question. Like, that's how I interpreted the question for myself. Perception. That's how we perception, perceived it. Right? Yeah. That we couldn't go Look back. Yeah, I, I, I didn't say I know, one I just, hour and you can't go back. Okay, he, I, well, I'm, I'm thinking I didn't see any hand stamping going on, so I was with Mike on this one because I didn't know if I got to go back. Yeah. But I still, Jesus, because I'm going to get to go with him. So, Sunday I, I school so. answer, Jesus. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Jesus. No. I think it's. I, I think again, learning from the being at the source. Yeah. Yep. For me, I don't know if there's anything I wouldn't give to stand in just his presence for an hour. Yeah. Just an hour, just to stand and look at him. Yep. And to put what I know to a face. Mm-hmm. And then it would just be so overwhelming. Yeah, I think see, for me, that's what's. That's what we don't know. Right. Is like. So that's it. You know, like it's for the, it, that hour, and then you're just in that awe. Right. Of everything. But again, like. But we, we know Jesus. Heaven, the, the flesh is gone. So does that mean everything is just beans? I don't know. You know what I mean? I'll tell you. I'll tell you so. when I get back in an hour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, let's put it on pause for an hour. Right. I'll tell you when I get back. I mean, so it's cool. just—it's just all about Jesus hey, for me. And I mean, get yeah. back from your yeah. hour with uh, from heaven. We'll all tell you what Jesus <laughs> cool done. Yeah. yeah, after our week. After our, our week, week. Yeah. yeah. I just can't. I can't stop thinking about him. Just the idea of seeing him. Yeah. It just gets my mind turning. Uh, uh, I'm with you. And I'm, I'm like, I, I think because <laughs> I, I can only I can only imagine in this human form. Right. To have him, like you said before, in this human form at our level, teaching, walking with, even walking silently with. Right. Like, just to be in that presence. Well, either way would be uh, incredible. Incredible, yeah. yeah. It would be. Well, I often, I'm thinking about this now a little bit. You want to go to heaven and be with God, but Jesus is God. Okay, so aren't you already in heaven when you're with Jesus? For me, it just seems more intimate when he brought his son down and put him, made him human. That was my connection. Mm-hmm. That's my connection. Because I'm not arguing. You know, he, the, <laughs> yeah. You know what like I'm saying? God. It's just like you know, if he was sitting where Mike was sitting. Let me get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just the all of the whole ordeal would be just so I would never want it to end and if he was like well I'm going back to heaven take me with you because mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I could and he'd be like no this is not your time you'll come when it's your time then you go be, be like Lord can I be like Enoch and walk with you far enough to where you are? you tell me that I just need to come to your house yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly I mean I, I don't know it's just I, I put my life around Jesus and what he did don't get me wrong, I know Jesus is God. But to a point, I guess I'm saying that they're almost different for me, which they're not. I know they're not. I know God is Jesus. But to make it more intimate for me, bringing Jesus down to earth, like I said, for that eye to eye, it just makes it more compactful for me. Bob? Yes. Will you pray so? Absolutely.
Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. <clears throat> Father, we thank you for them brutal questions that you allowed Ronnie to ask us. <laughs> Mostly. Father, we, uh, we praise you for that. And Father, we know there wasn't ever a wrong answer. Father, we know that uh, some of us was intimate with you. Some of us wanted to, wanted to show you to the world. But most of all, Father, I want to be intimate with you and show you to the world. Amen. Father, I thank you for that, and I thank you for living inside me. I thank you for sending your son to, live, to die on that cross for my sins. Father, we know we don't deserve it. We know that uh, our deserve, we deserve to absolutely be gone. But Father, you deemed us worthy because you loved us enough to buy us back at that price. And Father, I give you the praise and glory, and I just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And until next time. We'll catch you on the flip side.